<laughs> mic check one two mic check. Hey, oh. how goes man? Another day, another pod made. Damn, Skippy. Speaking of the pod, you guys are listening to In the Cage with Zach and Gat. In case you couldn't read the title, I am Gat, and the man on the other end of the recording is my lovely co-host, the titular Zach. So, how's it going today, bud? Oh, man. Has it been a day? Bro. Fucking same here. You know, I uh, I didn't even know. Uh, I tried to get a hold of Nike all day. Dude. Didn't get one call back. I'm just getting mad. I'm about to cut them, bro, because if we don't get our check from them soon. Dude, seriously, I'm starting to think that that hand job wasn't worth it. The under the table? Yeah, dude. Dude, they fucking tricked us real good. Yeah, no joke, man. Um, but you know, we'll keep, we'll keep chugging and we'll keep making UFC podcasts. So today is Friday, February 11th, and we are going to be talking about UFC 271 happening tomorrow, Saturday, February 12th. It is Adesanya versus Whitaker two in the main event. Two of the best fighters today, two of the three, arguably two of the three best middleweights, uh, besides Anderson. Um, you di- you disagree with that at all, Zach? I don't. Um, I can't really think of another. Uh, I can't think of another great UFC middleweight champion besides Anderson. Um, I think I think Anderson was the only middleweight champion for, well, besides Rich Frank- Franklin. But um, that. Is going to be one hell of a fight, man. Um, honestly, okay, so the first fight, obviously, Israel knocked out Robert. Um, knocked him out in the second round. Um, kind of, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't him, though. He, he got two knockdowns on him. It was a pretty clean performance. Uh, the strikes were decently close, 40 to 32 in the strikes. Uh, Zero takedowns attempted on either side. And I kind of think that's going to be the difference in this fight, Zach E.B. Yeah, dude, I think it's going to be a real uh, good stand-up fight. Um, Not well, going to be a ground one as much. Well, here's my here's my thing about Whitaker right now. Uh, he's, the best, he's the best equipped person at 185 to solve Israel. I mean, he's got everything, dude. He's got the speed, the power, the striking, the grappling, the high fight IQ, accuracy. I mean, he's got it all. And he's still growing as a fighter. He's actually younger than Izzy. Um, And, yeah. And since they fought, um, Whitaker has fought three times since then. And um, uh, Whitaker's been leaning a lot on his grappling since then. Um, So just for some... Just for some stats on them. <laughs> yeah. Rubber, his, his last fight was Kelvin Gastelum. Um, he got four takedowns on Kelvin um, and outstruck him 150 to 62. So that was a unanimous, unanimous decision. 
Um, he beat Jared Cannonier by unanimous unanimous decision. Um, he didn't actually shoot any takedowns in that fight. Um, I think he actually attempted takedowns, but he didn't get any. And um, outstruck him sixty nine to fifty three, and had one knockdown. Um, that was also a unanimous decision. And then he beat Darren Till unanimous decision. Um, he had two takedowns, and he he attempted a lot in that fight. Though he was really grappling heavy on Darren Till. Um, he leaned on him, you know what I mean? Put him up against the cage. Um, so he's been, he's been working. Oh, and prior to that, um, so I, I want to say he's, he's attempted 21 takedowns in the last three fights that he's had. And prior to that, the last like five fights, he'd only attempted somewhere around like five or something like that. Really? Yeah. So he's really been grappling a lot more recently than he had in the past. Yeah. Um, but to move on to the champion, Izzy's gone three and one since they last fought. Um, um, yeah, Robert Robert's gone three and zero since they last fought. Izzy's gone three and one. Uh, Izzy's last as last fight was Marvin Vittori, won that unanimous unanimous decision. Um, he was taken down four times in that fight. Uh, but he outstruck him 96 to 58 and really Marvin Vittori couldn't do anything with those takedowns. Um, Jan Bohovic, he lost to Jan. Um, and that was, I would say the, the majority of the reason that he lost was because he was getting taken down and worked on the ground. Um, he got taken. Um, uh, what's his name? Lost to Jan Blachowicz. Jan? Yeah. Uh, the, he was, at the time, the 205-pound champion. Is that Izzy's only loss? Yeah, in the UFC. Dang, dude. Um, but he, he got worked in that fight, dude. He got taken down three times, and he got controlled on the ground. And um, this, the fight metric, the, the strikes... We're seventy-eight to one hundred and seven in favor of Yablohovich, which is which is a pretty big disparity. <laughs> Definitely, but I'd imagine a lot of those strikes came on the ground and probably were not uh, um, significant strikes. You know, right? That's uh, um, that's crazy, though. Uh, yeah did you did you know that he went up and tried to fight for the second belt? No, I really didn't. I actually. Yeah, he, what was the guy's name again that he fought? Uh, Jan Jan Blahovich. Jan Blahovich. Yeah, Jan actually just lost the belt to um, uh, Glover Teixeira. Which is funny because Jan lost the belt because he got out grappled, and uh, that's how he beat Izzy. But Jan's primarily a striker. And honestly, he did really well in the striking with Izzy, too. He was not incompetent at all. Well, I bet. I mean, that he went where Izzy went up in that weight. Yeah. And, yeah, Jan, there's just a big strength difference. You could tell right off the bat. 
<laughs> smoking. Um, but then, okay, so before he lost to Yon, he beat Paulo Costa by KO. Um, he had he outstruck him fifty five to twelve in that fight, dude. He absolutely. I watched a breakdown of this the other day. Luke, by the way, if you guys haven't heard Luke Thomas, he he does excellent breakdowns on fighters. Um, like he really studies them really well and uh, tells you everything. And Izzy did a masterclass on Paulo Costa, dude. Uh, Izzy was making him bite on every single feint. He was literally leading him into all sorts of traps, dude. And Izzy fucked Paulo Costa. Damn. Not only did he fuck him in the fight, but he fucked him right after the fight. He uh he humped him when he was getting up off him after the fight. He knocked him out and then humped him. That's the only way to do it, man. Yeah, dude. I mean real dog, Izzy. And then um and then Izzy also after this was the fight after Robert Whitaker, he had the most boring fight that Izzy's had. Um, against Yoel Romero, where Yoel Romero just stood there like a wall and did not attempt any strikes, really. he Okay, you want to know what the strike ratio was in this fight? Huh. Mind you, this went five rounds, bro. This is a five-round main event. Uh, 48 to 40. Dang. Dude, that's insane. That's less than 10 strikes around. Yeah, no, that's, that is wild. That's insane. That's insane, dude. But Izzy won that. I mean, I, honestly, I think no one won that. The fans lost. But then, yeah, in their first fight, like I said, Izzy TKO'd Robert, and that was probably, besides the Paulo Costa win, maybe Izzy's best performance. Um, Well, besides, like, against the lower-level guys when he first came in. But against the top dogs, he, he took it to Robert in the first fight, and... uh Robert's a damn good fighter. This but, is out of the uh, random, not even in the topic here. Well, it's in the topic here. But when is that fight with uh, Aljamain Alge- Sterling? And, uh, oh, Aljamain and Peter Jan? Yeah. Um, it's UFC 273, whenever that is. Mm, okay. okay. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know about that one. But anyways, back to... Uh, so I wanted to get your prediction on this fight, dude. Based on the stats that you just heard and their last three performances, who who do you think is going to win that? Dude, I'm I'm not going to take away from either one of them, to be honest. I mean, man, Izzy did win that one with him, and that's a pretty big thing. I mean, but where the man comes and takes what'd you say what'd you say three wins, right? Yep. Uh yeah, Robert's got three, three wins. wins since then and very grappling heavy wins too. I mean And Izzy's got three wins as well, but one loss. He just I don't know, man. My gosh. It's a rough one to call, dude. It really is. I really am, like, not knowing. I mean, it's going to be a good one, dude. This one's actually going to be a good one. I'm going to put this back on you and ask you, what do you think first? 
I just want to hear what you think. Because, like I said, dude, this is going to be a good one. Well, okay. So, like I said, Izzy's been struggling a little bit with the grappling lately. But with that Marvin Vittori fight, Marvin Vittori tried to do what uh, Jan Blahovich did. And he couldn't. Um, He did take him down four times, but Izzy popped right back up. And Izzy even attempted a submission on him at one point. I believe, no, that was actually Vittori that attempted a submission. And Izzy popped out of it. But, um... Robert's a better grappler than Marvin Vittori is. And Robert's also a better striker than Marvin Vittori is. He's a lot more complex of a striker. Um, so I could honestly see this fight going either way. Um, I kind but... of feel as if it goes to the ground and Robert's able to hold Izzy down and yeah. kind of put the work on him. Then Which I no think, one has been able to do except for Jan. Right. And I mean, it, and that might not be as easy for Robert because they're at actually the middle weight. You know what I mean? They're at Izzy's weight compared right. to the, that extra weight. But I don't know, man. Like I said, uh, wow, man. Ah, oh, man. I can't even pick on this main event. That's kind of a real hard one. I, but for the just, sake of us both having a prediction, I'm going to say. Uh, Izzy by decision. Dude, I'm just going to play devil's advocate then. Hell yeah. <laughs> Robert, I've got you, bro. Come on, dude. By decision or TKO? <laughs> or submission? Uh, well, I'm going to say if he were to win, he's going to only win by decision. Okay. All right. Our predictions are in, guys. Uh, leave us a review and tell us your prediction. I'll actually, um, now you can make you can make questions now on the Spotify episode, so you guys can answer it on Spotify. I'll put it in the questions below. Um, now on to uh, the same card here, the co-main event, huh? Well, actually, before um, before we do the co-main event, I was wondering if you wanted to, uh, you know, jump in with a couple couple tips for the people, man. How to live their life. Dude. Tips tips of the bad tips, you mean? Dude. Yeah, bro. I mean, you can call them bad tips, but I think they're great tips. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of the pod so that everybody does know it is called bad tips though, so don't <laughs> <laughs> It's called bad tips, but god damn it, if you don't go out and do everything I tell you, I don't know if you can listen to the podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first, dude? Dude, you have gotten this down, bro. Let's hear your tip. Right. So, you know, everyone always needs extra money. You feel me? Yeah. So, if if you're really looking for extra money, dude, rob a pedophile. And I'll tell you why, dude. Okay. So his address is online. Very easy to find. You know what I mean? You can find out exactly what sex crime they committed. And then they can't own guns, dude. Oh, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're most likely not to run in and not have a fucking gun issue. Yes, and if you're if you're robbing pedophiles, dude, I mean <gasps> They're the you most know, you're deserved. basically just Batman. Dude, yeah. Or Robin Hood. Dude, you are definitely Robin Hood. You know, so is that really a bad tip? 
I mean, sure, you could go to jail, but what's more likely? The pedophile is going to shit his pants after you threaten to kill him. Okay, yeah, maybe you should also threaten to kill him when you rob him. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I know what you did to that little boy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, dude? So would you do that? Dude, you know what? I would definitely do that bad tip, bro. Hell yeah. I would put that as a good tip. Fuck yeah, dude. You uh, you got one for me, dude? Dude, let's see here. Bad tips, but could possibly be a good tip. Yeah, dude. I know you like to do yours off the dome. Dude, I do. And I don't know if it's good or if it's bad sometimes. But <laughs> let's see. Mm. A bad tip would be... You know what? I'm going to not do a bad tip. All right, dude. I got one more. You got one? Yeah. All right. I'm saving mine for the fact. All right. Uh. Well, you know... A big problem in this world is produce going bad so quick. You know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. So to keep your groceries fresh, you take the items that are about to expire and put it into a container that doesn't have an expiration date on it, homie. Dude. You know what I'm saying? That is intelligent, bro. And and that doesn't have to be just, you know, like regular produce like vegetables and shit. You can do that with milk. Um, you do that with meat, you know, you can really do it with any grocery. You came up with the best tips ever. Yeah, dude. Hey, hey, listen, that'll keep your kids off your ass. If they're always like looking at the milk and they're like, mom, this is three months old. It's like, (laughs) dude, all you have to do is transfer that milk into a glass jar with no expiration date on it. Leave the chunks and all. Exactly. And you know if you're if you're so sensitive about chunks, filter that shit out. Uh, um those are but, some good tips, dude. You know what? Yeah, bro. I wanna hear from the fucking viewers on which tip that they would rather do. Yeah, which tip are you more likely to follow in your life? Robbing pedophiles you... or switching out food <laughs> containers? Now, what would you do? I'm robbing pedophiles, bro. Yeah, dude, I'm robbing pedophiles, too, all day. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to incriminate myself, but who's to say I haven't already? Do you want to move on to the co-main event, though? Yes. Let's move all on. Right. UFC 271 co-main event right under Izzy and Whitaker is... Derek Lewis versus Ty Shui Tuivasa. You know both these guys, Zachy? Uh, I know Derek Lewis a little more right. than the other guy here. Ty Tuivasa is the one that's always drinking beer out of shoes. Really? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Go get her, bro. He it's a matchup. Does, of... he do does he do it in the cage? Yeah, dude. He'll he'll have people like when he like last fight he had he knocked someone out. And one of the Nelk boys threw him up a shoe and a beer, and he got a drink it on the cage. Nice, dude. Yeah, that, that's the kind of guy. 
what you're supposed to do for a shoey is you use someone's used shoe, their dirty shoe, uh, pour the beer in, have them spit in it, or have multiple people spit in it, and then drink it out of the shoe. Dude, can I do a can I do a rubber for you? A rubber? Yeah, you want to know what that is? Yeah, bro. That's where I fucking jerk it into a condom and put a beer oh. in that for you. Oh, dude, I'm down for a rubber. Yeah, <laughs> how did I not know what this was? That sounds like something we would have done in high school. <laughs> oh. Fuck. All right. Sorry, that guy gay as fuck, guys. Oh, bro, it's going to get much more gay later on. (laughs) Um, My God, dude, a rubber, bro. I'm going to remember that now. (laughs) So I wrote down some stats on Derek Lewis and Taitui Boss and their last three fights. Let's hear it. Let's get on it. Let's hear it. All right. So Derek Lewis, he's six foot three, 79 inch reach, 36 years old. Um, Lewis is 37, bro. 37? I think so. Well, that's what I'm reading here. He says he's 37. Uh, you said 6'2 six, six in height, right? 6'3 six, six and uh, 79 inch reach. Yeah, I got the same reach there. I don't know. I'm, I'm on the UFC page. Maybe they got different stats. Mm. And then for Tuivasa, I've got 6'2, 75 inch reach. And 28 years old. Yes, bro. And to be honest, that's crazy, bro. That's a 10-year difference almost. Yeah, dude. But, you know, with heavyweights, uh, the older guys are usually the better ones in the division. Um, a lot of a lot of those guys don't hit their peak until they're in their late 30s. It's kind of weird. It's I think it's because, you know, it's actually not weird at all. The reason that um, young, okay, so like smaller fighters are so much better when they're young is because, you know, when you're a small guy, you have to rely on your speed and your reaction time so much. Um, but when you're a heavyweight, you don't have to rely on it near as much as like a flyweight, you know, and because um, those guys are just so much fucking slower. And so when you get older as a fighter, obviously you get more experience and you get smarter as a fighter. And so these heavyweights, they never have to worry about the speed and the uh, fucking reaction time, really. So um, they just get smarter and they learn how to fight better. And so usually the guys in the top of the division are older. Really? Yeah. So if anything, I would say that Tuivasa being so young would might be a disadvantage for him here. Um, but let's go on to their last three fights. So... Derek Lewis, his last fight was against Look, Chris Dawkins, and he uh, won that by a KO, bro. First round TKO. Jesus, and th- under three minutes, and that must have been a five round go, huh? Or was it just a three round? Um, I think it was three round. Really? And um, yeah, he outstruck him fourteen to ten, which you know, it didn't last long, so, <laughs> um. And then his fight before that, he fought Cyril Gaon, and he Cyril got his Gaon, ass beat. Bro. Cyril Gaon absolutely beat the shit out of him in Houston. And he KO'd him, huh? Yeah. Uh, see, so I've got a theory about this, bro. Um, I watched that fight live, and 
Derek Lewis looked like he was shitting his pants out there. And I think it's because he was fighting in his hometown. He did say later on that it did affect him. He was nervous fighting in Houston and uh, that he didn't like fighting in Houston. But tomorrow, guess where this fight's at? Where? Houston. <laughs> really? Yeah, so he's going back to where he just got his ass beat by Cyril Gaon last year. Yeah, but um, yeah, this guy's really young, bro. Yeah. Um, and then the fight before that, he fought Curtis Blades. Good wrestler. And um, KO. KO round two. And uh, nobody landed a takedown, or Curtis Blades didn't land one takedown in that. Round um, two at one minute and 26 seconds, huh? And you know what's, you know what's fucking crazy? <laughs> Derek Lewis got outstruck seven to twenty eight. Wow, really? Yeah, he he only hit him seven times, and one of those knocked him dead. So he's a he's a heavy hitter, though. He, yeah, he's he's got the most knockouts in the UFC. Damn boy! Yeah, Derek Lewis is a monster, dude. Um, but so is Tuivasa. So, uh, Tuivasa's last fight was against Augusto Sakai. Sakai. Excuse me. Um, that was a round two TKO with 26 seconds left to go in the round. Um, he outstruck Augusta 34 to 21. And let me just say, that was a pretty nasty KO, bro. Um, and then the fight before that, he beat Greg Hardy. Do you know who Greg Hardy is? Um, I don't. I don't he used to be... So he used to be an NFL player, and he was actually a really high-level NFL player, but he got kicked out of the league for beating the shit out of his girlfriend. Really? Yeah, so they, he got kicked out of the NFL and then um, ended up retiring for football and started training MMA. And um, a few years ago, joined the UFC. And let me say, bro, he had a first – like his first few fights were like He'd knock the fuck out of some dudes. He's got heavy-ass hands. But he's been having a rough go of it lately. And, uh, yeah, Taitu Ivasa KO'd him in round one. Outstruck him 11-6. to six. And then... And then his fight before Tuivasa. Or, I mean, before... Greg, are you looking at Greg Hardy? Yeah, Greg Hardy, huh? Yeah, dude. KO again, huh? Yep, KO in round one. First round, dude. Dang. Yep. And then and then his fight before that was a guy named Harry Hunsucker, which is a weird ass fucking name if you ask me, brother. I'd probably change that if I was famous. A TKO at the first forty nine seconds. Yes, sir. Outstruck him fourteen to two. And we might as well just say this, uh Stefan, because uh dude, Oh Stefan's proof. Yeah, Stefan serve. He TK, I mean, he KO'd him too, bro. Yep. Round one. Yep. Um, wow. I mean, yeah. So it's safe to say this fight's probably not going to go past two rounds. Yeah, bro. You you can tell that uh, it's going to be a TKO probably one way or the other. Oh, bro. Yeah. And if it's not, then it's going to be like one of those Francis Ngannou versus Derek Lewis situations. Did you ever see that fight? Yes. Oh my God! Talk about one of the absolute. I, that might actually be the worst fight in UFC history. 
Nobody did a goddamn thing. Um. Okay, so let me get your official prediction based on everything I just told you, dude. Um, God, man, this will be a good one too. But I'm, I, I'm actually towards uh, Derek Lewis, bro, and I just think he has more experience. Uh, uh, I don't think that that other kid's gonna do bad, but at the same time, like, I do feel like this is gonna be like a like a TKO or you know a KO situation. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Okay. I've got I've got a prediction for this, and I agree with your prediction. I don't. Um, In a. Um, oh yeah, what do you predict? A KO or a decision? Yeah, a KO, bro. I'm not seeing no decision. I'm seeing a fucking Derek Lewis probably knock by knockout, bro. All right. Um. So, I will say <laughs> that Taito Ivasa is a very credible threat in this fight, and he absolutely has massive power, and he's actually pretty fucking quick for his uh, size. Um, but I agree with you. I think Derek Lewis is just a little bit more experienced against higher level people and, um, a little bit more, I wouldn't say he's too crafty in there, but he does really well when people rush him. Like when, and I have a feeling Ty two of us is going to try to get into his face. And when people do that against Derek Lewis, they get knocked the fuck out. Really? Yeah. That would be a good one, dude. I Like I said, I really think it's going to be uh, all all on their feet. Just yeah. it, getting it. And... Yeah, right where, I guess he of Asa comes in hard on him and fucking tags him and like maybe hurts Derek and then Derek fucking knocks him out. Dude. Uh... Yeah. Like I said, you never know, though, man. You never know. It'll be a good fight, though. It'll be a damn good fight. Um, so on to the rest of the card. I'm not, I just kind of breeze through the rest of the card. The main event and the co-main event are really what I wanted to talk about the most. Um, but we got Cannoneer versus Brunson, dude. I'm actually pretty fucking excited about that fight. Um, Cannoneer is an absolute monster of a dude. He is strong as fuck for 185. He used to be a 205-er. Actually, he used to be a heavyweight back in the day. Um, Cannonier is strong as fuck, dude. And he's really, like, explosive. and uh, To give the stats real quick, uh, just their names. Derek as the fighter, right? Derek Bronson against him? Yeah. And then uh, he is... 38, height is 6'1", weight is 185, reaches 77 inches. Uh, Jared is uh, 37, his height is 5'9", 185. This is crazy. He has a longer reach, and he's 5'9", bro. The other dude is 6'1", but his reach is 77.5 inches. God damn, Cannoneer. Yeah, dude, uh, and he's shorter than him, too, so... Oh, wait, what's Cannoneer's fucking reach again? Uh, 
77.5, and uh, oh, okay. Derek's is... Uh, 77? Yeah, 77. So point, only point .5, but still, he's he's two inches taller than him as well. Yeah. Um, Cannoneer actually lost to Whitaker in his last fight. Um, and Brunson is on a five-fight win streak. Which five fight? Yeah, which is kind of crazy because he's made a really big resurgence later in his career. Um he he was kind of like a lot of people thought he was kind of a I don't want to say thought he was a joke, because if you actually know the sport, you know he's not a joke, but to the common guy, no one took him seriously. Um especially after he lost to Israel. Um because Israel just fucking clowned him. So a lot of people didn't take Brunson seriously. But he is a crafty fucking veteran, dude. And he's been winning these fights with his wrestling. Um, but so that makes me lead towards Cannoneer because Cannoneer is not the type of guy that you can just hold down. So his uh, last fight was against uh, Calvin Ge- uh, Gaslam. Is that how you pronounce that? Oh, Calvin Gaslam? Uh uh yeah uh Jared whatever Castle Castle uh yeah he that was his last fight though yeah okay uh, uh and that was uh decision fifth round all five rounds huh yep that was that was the fight where um yeah he uh. Whitaker won by unanimous decision, outstruck him sixty nine to fifty three, and scored a knockdown on him. Right, and then the. Um, but that's Whitaker, you know. <laughs> right, and then there was gonna... Jack Harm Hermanson. Jack Hermanson. Hermanson. Jack Her- Hermanson. Yeah. TKO, huh? Second yeah, and see that. That's the thing about Jack Hermanson is he's a grappler, and I wouldn't say that Jack Hermanson's grappling is at the level of Derek Brunson. Um, you know, that was the game plan for Jack Hermanson, and he could not do that. And I just don't think Derek Brunson's going to be able to do it to Cannoneer. Dude, I didn't... He fought Anderson Silva? Yeah. And he beat him. Yeah, not just beat him, but TKO... By a leg kick? Yeah. By a leg kick? Yeah. My God, man. He's a he's a powerful dude, man. Okay. And you know what I like about Cannoneer? Huh. He's really into crystals. Into that energy, man. He's our kind of guy. Yeah, bro. He's super into crystals. I fucking love it, dude. He's he's one of my favorite he might be my favorite middleweight besides Israel. Um, but so let's get your prediction on Cannoneer Brunson, dude. On the fight, yeah, itself. Um, well, <laughs> my fight. Did we talk about uh, Derek at all, though? Do we bring up his stats at all? Uh, Derek Brunson. Yeah, did we bring up any of his stuff a little bit? No, not really. I don't. I don't have any of his uh, stuff written down. Actually, I didn't want to spend too much time on their fight. 
Um, his uh, his last fight was uh, Darren Till. Oh yeah, yep. And uh, that was a win by submission. Of, yeah, he took a, a rear and... naked choke, my man. Yeah, dude. Oh man, third round at uh two minutes and thirteen seconds. Well, Brunson's good. He he was controlling Darren Till on the ground for the majority of that fight too. Really, he he pretty much just fucking controlled the whole whole ground. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, man, it was a good fight. I mean, I mean, good fight for Brunson, I should say. Um, his next one below that was Kevin Holland. Holland. Yep. Um. Kevin Holland and Darren Till, by the way, two guys are no joke. That was a decision. Yep, beat him. Also yeah. controlled them on the ground. Um, next one was Edmund. Edmund Shabazian? It's Edmund Shabazian. Shabazian, huh? Yeah. Um, I dig that name. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, TKO, bro. Dude, nice. See, Brunson's a beast, honestly, man. I don't know. I'm kind of changing my mind now that you're telling me this, man. And then uh, Ian, on his last one, was an Ian... Uh, Ian Heinish. Heinish, and that yep. was a decision. He's also a pretty good fighter, too. Was that by ground as well, or what? Yes, it was. Really? So this guy's a pretty heavy uh, grappler wrestler, huh? Yeah, and it's crazy because he used to be so focused on his hands. Because he, he early in his career, he got a lot of knockouts in the UFC, and because he got heavy hands, but uh, so he was really focused on like boxing people, and he would actually get taken down and controlled. And uh, yeah, now he's now he's turning into a fucking grappler, a good one too. And I mean, he's always had a wrestling pedigree. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a college wrestler. Well, and they both lost to fucking Robert Whitaker. Yep. Um, what was it that he? Uh, oh, what's the other fighter's name? How, how did he lose by Robert? Um, Jared Cannonier. Yeah, uh, unanimous decision. Oh, this one was by decision too. Yeah. So we got two decisions on Whitaker when he both lost to him. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. I don't know. It's a tough fight to call, man. Who who you got? Oh man, I'm excited about this one, bro. Me I too, literally, bro. I'm really excited. I I couldn't even tell you I was a fan of these guys. I could I could tell you that I didn't even really even know these guys. But I am so excited to watch this fight, dude. I'm it's excited. gonna be good, man. It's gonna be a I'm, good one. To be I'm honest, honestly, oh man, I'm um, honestly more excited about this than Derek Lewis and Taito Ivasa. Yeah, no, dude, I I am too. Um, Higher level, I think. Uh, and and that's saying quite a bit because I really do think that heavyweight's going to be a knockout event. For sure. But this one will just be interesting. This one's just going to be a fucking combat one in the sense I think like it's going to be. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be like a real martial arts fight. And to be honest with you, um, I feel like it's going to go all five rounds almost. I kind of think so too. I if it's and I so I'm gonna say this before I say a name. I think personally, 
if Derek doesn't take him down and beat him in that sense, um, mm-hmm. I, then I don't know, man. I'm man. I'm gonna have to probably go with Derek, bro. I'm thinking. Right. I think he's gonna be. Uh, I don't know. The ground for him. Yeah, I think the ground game is going to really work for him. Very well could. Um, all right, so just for devil's advocate, I'll, I'll fucking bet Cannoneer by unanimous decision. All right, bro. That's where I'm at. I think it's going to be a unanimous by Derek probably, bro. All right, so guys, the predictions <laughs> are in for that fight as well. Leave your comments down below for all three fights. We got Derek Lewis, Taito Ivasa. We got Freaking Israel Adesanya, Robert Whitaker. We got Jared Cannonier versus Derek Brunson. Three great fights. Um, this one I, I wanted to touch on this real quick. This kind of a news story ish. Uh, Roxanne Modafari, she's fighting on this card. Um, she's going in as a plus three hundred underdog in her final fight uh, versus Casey O'Neill. Um, Roxanne, this is her final fight. Like I said, she's got fifty fights, dude. She has the most. What? Yeah, yeah. She has the most fights out of like all the females in the UFC. She has fifty fights in the UFC. No, not all of them are in the UFC. Uh, She has a lot in the UFC, but she used other combat. She was fighting in like the early two thousands and shit, dude. I was about to say. And what is her name? Uh, Roxanne Modafari. Roxanne Modafari. Exactly. You know what? She surprises people a lot. Uh, Casey O'Neill's really fucking good, though. She's finished all of her UFC fights. She's I'm pretty sure she's actually finished all of her fights, and she's 8-0 in total, and she's 3-0 in the UFC. Um, but I'm going with Roxanne Modafari on this one. I think she's, like I said, she's got 50 fights. She's a crafty veteran. Casey O'Neill's only 8-0. People are hyping her up like she's the next big thing, but I I just, I don't know. We'll see. So I'm, I'm rooting for Roxanne is what I'll say on that one. She's got she's got a great jujitsu game as well. Um, another little news story for this card: um, William Knight misses weight by twelve pounds, and the fight has to be moved up to heavyweight, uh, and he has to give up forty percent of his purse. What? Twelve pounds, dude! I think that's a new UFC record. Holy moly, man! Yeah, bro. That's insane. That is that is fucking insane. So, in what weight is he at? Yeah, it's supposed to be at 205, and now it's heavyweight. Damn. And, uh, yeah, so he has to give up 40% of his fucking money, dude. That would That would motivate you so much not to miss weight, I would think. But I think he did take this fight on short notice as well. Like on two weeks notice or some shit like that. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, and then also on this card, a fight that I think everyone should be watching out for, I think is going to be a really interesting fight, is uh, Andre Arvlosky, uh versus Jared Vanderoff, if I'm saying that right. Um, see now, 
I think this is interesting because Andre Arvlosky, dude, people have said this guy is down and out so many goddamn times in his career. Um, he has 52 fights. Speaking of Roxanne Montefiore having 50, he has 52 fights, dude. And in his last five, he's gone four and one. Um, the only loss in his last five, uh, five fights was to Tom Aspinall, which Tom Aspinall is a really, really good guy. Um, and that's on this card too, huh? Um, or yes, yeah, that's it's actually the like the main event for the prelims. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so that is a fight everyone should watch. I think that I I just have major respect for Andre Arvlovsky. He's a fucking <coughs> talk about veteran and dog dude. I mean that guy's been knocked out so many goddamn times, and he's still. Like I said, four and one in his last five. He's fucking crazy, man. He's developed a really smart style, uh, a, a new style in the last uh, in his last five fights, dude. He's a he's a lot more. I don't know. He's just a lot smarter, you know. He kind of slows the fight down and uses his veteran moves on people. This is what I mean, dude. Heavyweights just get better and better as they get older. As long as they can keep from getting touched in the chin, dude. They're fucking good. Um, that's that's all I got for this this fight card, though. You want to move on to some uh, some regular news, dude? Are you trying to hear some facts or what, bro? Oh, dude, you got a fact for me, dude? Dude, I got a fact for you too. Go ahead. I mean, oh, wait, I, never mind. I don't, I don't I, have a fact today. I might have a couple facts. All right, dude. <laughs> um, here's a fact for you, bro. Dude, a fucking wood frog can hold its pee for eight months, bro. Listen, the only reason I'm telling everybody this fact right here is think about all the time you would save if you didn't have to pee for eight months, bro. Bro, I would never have to pee in the middle of a podcast. Dude, never being interrupted on a pee time again, bro. Dude, I wonder how long they can hold in their poop. Dude. That is a question to be asked, and I hope someone on our fucking podcast. Do, do frogs not freaking pee every time they poop then? What the fuck? I, I hope someone looks this up more and gets into it in the depth. And, uh, <laughs> well, just theorize. Theorize with me here, bro. Because <laughs> you pee when you poop, right? Dude. <clears throat> Are you telling me you, you, you squat every time or what? Wait, dude, I mean, <laughs> I mean, every time I poop, I pee for sure. Dude, I definitely, I, every time so, I shit, I. What the fuck, dude? This frog is fucked up, dude. It's either not shitting ever or it's real fucked up. And it's, it's not pissing when it shits, which is just weird. What a fucking odd frog, dude. Do you got another fact for me, bro? Let's see, dude. Fucking. I did have one. Where the fuck did it go? It said. Oh, god damn it. I wanted to read it off the fucking chart here so I didn't say it. You got any tips before I read this one? Or uh, facts? I don't. I did not prepare any facts today. No facts, huh? Nope, dude. I can give you a fact. 
I'll give you a fact. I actually do have to correct something because one time on the podcast, I said that my wiener was 92 millimeters. And uh, I just learned that um, there's 25 millimeters in an inch. So that would make my dick really small. That would make my dick like less than four inches. Um, Dude, that is huge, so bro. So I'm going to have to do some math on this, guys, and come back to you. I'm going to have to come back to you with, with the different measurement there from millimeters. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, sure. I got 92. 92 millimeters. It still sounds huge. That's the point here. All right? It's, it's not about the actual conversion. I don't care if you guys know how big my wiener is, but it's just about the fact that 92 sounds awesome. And when have you ever heard that number associated with penis size? You know, dude, I don't know what. Um, dude, are you distracted looking dude, for? Fucks? Look at this. Look at this back, dude. Do you know what Eminem stands for? Dude, all right, hold on. Let me guess. Um, um, Malton Marley. It's Mars, and. Uh, Mur, uh, Murray or something. Uh, Bruce Marvin Murray. Actually, his name was like Bruce Murray, I guess. Um, they were both businessmen who created the candy, bro, and that that's how Eminem became Eminem. They just used the their initials. Fucking Mars is like the biggest uh, candy bar. I think Mars makes like almost all the candy bars that you can think of. They're like the the candy bar corporation, dude. Um, oh, that's what it was, bro. It's uh, that's what it was. It was the corporation of that that you're saying, Mars. Yeah. And then uh, it was just this guy's name in. Uh, mm. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, dude. Dude. You want to? You want to? You want to get into some some UFC headlines? Dude, let's let's hear it. All right, so Max Holloway came out and said that he wanted to be the backup fighter for Volkanovski versus the Korean Zombie. Um, which this is kind of odd. Um, who, who said that? Max Holloway. So it's odd because Max <laughs> Holloway was supposed to originally fight Volkanovski on the date. Um, that he, that Volkanovski is now fighting the Korean Zombie, but Max Holloway had to pull out of the fight because of an injury. Um, but now he says he's medically cleared, and he wants to be the backup fighter for that. Um, Volkanovski responded to that and basically said no, and he thinks that Max Holloway faked the injury. And now he's trying to play games. Really? Yeah. Um. Which I don't know. I, I I don't think Max Holloway is the type to fake an injury for one, and I don't think Max Holloway is the type to really need to play games with his opponents. He just goes in and fights. Honestly, I I think Max Holloway is one of the realest dudes out there. But I can see why Volkanovski thinks that's weird. Yeah. Uh, but another any three of those uh. Uh, would be a good, good fight. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah, the Korean Zombie versus Max Holloway. That'd be a banger. Uh, Volk versus Holloway again. Obviously, that's a great fight. And then Volk versus the Korean Zombie. That'd be a banger. 
Um, in other news, we got Anthony Pettis. He started a um, he started his own fight championship. Now it doesn't have near the pop that Eagle FC had when Khabib started his, but uh, it's like a regional promotion here in America. Trying to get it rolling in the U.S., huh? Yeah, dude. So Anthony Pettis is now a promoter. Um, oh, man. Okay, I'll, I'll get to this one last. Uh, one more. So Khabib and... Okay, so Max Holloway and Khabib just post this thing. It's like Khabib versus Max in a metaverse fight. Have you ever heard of the metaverse, Zach? No. Well, it's I've like heard we- of it. Okay. I've heard of it, but I guess I don't quite. I'm going to definitely butcher what it is. But from what I understand, which is not a lot, and when I say not a lot, I mean almost nothing. Um, it's like these communities online that you pay to be a part of. And it's like um, you're just like it's like your virtual community and you can pay to be in the same community as like celebrities and shit. And like you own virtual land next to these people it's weird it's really weird so khabib and max are having a metaverse fight between their metaverses i have fucking no idea what that means dude i just saw it in the headlines and i said well maybe zach will know something about the metaverse probably not and if not then we can just make fun of the idea that they're doing that it all sounds like some rich people shit to me are you trying to uh, get in on that fight? No, dude. That just sounds like some weird rich people shit. There's no, there's no real fight going on. It's just like, what dude, are they even fighting for? Dude, that's all headline, bro. That, that, that's what we need to be doing. All that, if we joined that fight, they'd be like in the cage with Zach and Gat fighting in the metaverse with Khabib and Max Holloway. Dude, it'd be a big dude. thing. I'm telling you, we gotta. Should, should we start our own metaverse, dude, and like have our have our own little our own little fucking metaverse world? And we'll put our land right on top of theirs. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so this is my last uh, MMA related headline, and it's wild, bro. I don't know if you saw this. Um, did you see this fucking big old Russian chick that? Uh, Okay, the headline is Russian lady wins cage fight versus 18-year-old and 75-year-old grandfather and grandson. <laughs> I have not okay. seen. What is this on, bro? Dude, I don't know. It was some Russian Russian promotion, dude. Uh, I saw it on YouTube, but it's literally this. This just oh, happened this last week. This but would it's be a, so awesome right now if we were on video pod and we had this prepared for a video. Mm-hmm. I mean that that so, it's this, that's like the bit right there, bro. Dude, it's a big <laughs> ass Russian chick, dude. She's a big old fat lady, and she's like in her twenties. And there's this fucking they look like they look like the island boys. If one of the island boys was seventy five years old, <laughs> and so literally one of them's. He's 17 or 18. I think he's 18. And then his grandpa, he's literally 75, dude. And it was two on one versus this Russian chick. And the chick won. Dude, savage. Dude, honestly, the 75-year-old did better than the fucking 18-year-old. That kid was just awful. 
complete yeah, dog shit. Would be getting willy whopped around. I mean, they were all awful, to be completely honest with you. But uh, yeah, like the, the dudes were all like slipping and falling around, and like every time the lady would like throw a jab at him, it would move the dudes three feet back. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous, dude. I mean, what do you think crazy. about that, bro? You pro, you pro chick versus dude fights, <laughs> dude. I'm predicting that women, that whatever that Russian woman's name is, beats Israel Adesada and Robert Whitaker at the same time, bro. Oh, shit, dude. We need to get them in the cage with her. <laughs> dude, that's, or that's or Derek Lewis and Tai versus her. <laughs> I'm telling you, that would be the main card, my man. Dude, that'd be sick. Dude, dude that seems like the... That's like the kind of fights that like Floyd Mayweather's into nowadays. Oh, dude, she could fight Jake Paul. Dude, that'd be sick. You think we can get Jake to fucking take that? Dude, I would hope so. He does Bro. like to take the easy ones. No. Dude, are you ready? Are you ready for the next segment, dude? I could be. This is a brand new segment on the podcast. I, I just thunk it up today, and uh, I'm so excited about it. This is going to be one where, you know, I'll do I'll be asking the questions one week. Zach will ask them the next week, but I call it Random Questions with Gat. And uh, basically, I'm just going to be asking Zach a lot of random questions, some funny, some real, and um, we'll see how he responds, and we'll have a good time with it. So, Zach, my first question for you. Are you ready, bro? Let's go, bro. Let's go. All right, dude. So, you know all the billionaires that go into space nowadays, like Elon, Jeff Bezos, and uh, that Branson guy, uh, the Virgin Mobile guy? Uh. All right, dude. So, if all the billionaires, if there was a new law passed where all the billionaires had to stick a model of their rockets in their ass before they could go to space, who do you think would go to space first between Elon, Bezos, and Richard Branson? Dude, Elon would fucking buy so many rockets to put up his ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he would fucking, he would buy out all of the rockets so that the other guys couldn't fucking get any, bro. He would make his own factory just to build rocket models. And like, all these rocket models would take up so much that none. <laughs> That they wouldn't be even able to fucking make him, bro. He would just <laughs> he would just make them all and shove them all up his ass, bro. Dude, I actually have a slightly different take on this one than you, bro. I think it's Bezos. Oh shit, dude. You know why? <laughs> why? Reasons, bro, and they're big reasons. Okay, all right. So for one, that dude just looks like the type of dude that like watch likes to watch his wife get fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like. He looks like he likes to watch his wife get fucked by a big, like a Derek Lewis. And so that's my first reason. He just looks like a fucking freak nasty motherfucker. And then second of all, his rocket looks like a big dick, dude. Dude, does it? Yeah, dude. Jeff Bezos' rockets look like dicks, bro. Bro. I mean, maybe he's trying to promote something, man. Yeah, trying to promote his sexuality. (laughs) <laughs> he should make it a rainbow. <laughs> really, I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't honestly be surprised if the flames that came out of his rockets were rainbow colored. <laughs> yeah, so I gotta say Bezos, but you're you're sticking with Elon on that one, huh? Uh, yeah, man, because he's gonna buy he's gonna buy out Bezos, bro. That's true, dude. And then Bezos ain't gonna have any fucking rocket models. Done, dude. <laughs> he's Done. gonna be like, oh, you guys have to put rocket models in your ass to go to space. I'll buy all the rocket models then. That that's what he would do, bro. And he might, he might not be even, right. I'm not saying that he would put it in his ass. What if he lies to everybody and he just fucking buys all the model rockets that so, so no one can build, dude? Not even like even little kids could have model rockets to build. <laughs> Like, fuck you. Definitely not to shove up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Light that bitch <laughs> up and go, bud. <laughs> Fucking fly to Texas, boy. <laughs> um, All right. Shit, okay, to, so. On to the next. Question number two. Um, If you were on Jackass movie, what is a stunt that you would do? Dude, that's fucking. This is great, bro. This is a great <laughs> question, dude. I love it. Um, fuck, bro. Okay, what's the guidelines to this? Do you want dude, more of like? A, it's gotta be. It's gotta involve one of the other crew members at least, and that's it. And it, it can't be anything that they wouldn't do. Oh man, dude. All right, let's say. Fuck, dude. Man, these are hard to pick from, bro. Cause and you could even you could even pick from all their classics, you know? Dude. Like would you would you get launched up in a porta potty full of shit? Dude, how did you know I was thinking that one, bro? <laughs> Um, see, that's the thing, though. I, I'm trying to stick away from the body fluids. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, dude, are, are you even on jackass if you're sticking away from body fluids? <laughs> Listen, bro, that's why I asked for the guidelines. You, you, you drink horse cum? That's why I, I asked, because I would say, um, if it wasn't something to do with... You got to get better guidelines, bro. It doesn't have to be... <laughs> Does it got to be dirty or does it got to be hurtful or it could be I, painful or dirty? Dude, I'm just going to go for painful, bro. I'm going right. to walk across the fire, bro. Walk across the fire? Walk across the fire, but through the one that where there's all like the swinging shit. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> like the the swinging hot coals. Yeah, we're like if they fucking hit them like they fucking <laughs> fuck you up, bro. Oh yeah, dude! I could totally see you doing that one. Um, oh, dude. Okay, here's my here's my favorite question so far, dude. Oh, question number three, dude. Now this one you better think about, bro. Think about it hard. Okay. Um, now if Gat, your lovely co-host, and Khabib were dangling off a cliff, oh fuck! And Khabib said, if you saved him, that he would do a podcast with you after. Who would you save? Dude, he's going to do a pod with me? Yeah, dude. Your favorite fighter would do a podcast with you, bro. Right. You know that shit would get millions of views. Dude, do I get a t-shirt? Uh, Zach and, uh, In the cage of Zach and Gat t-shirt? Well. Or a Khabib t-shirt? From him, 
I mean, oh. I would want to be, but I would give him a Zach in the gat. In the case, uh, in the gat. I mean, Khabib's rich as shit, dude. He he could do all the merch. He buy us out. Oh, dude. Yeah, he could do all of it, dude. So he he says, Zuck, Zuck, if you save me, and that's a terrible fucking Khabib accent. Uh, <laughs> save me, and I start podcast with with you. I pay for everything. Dude, I don't know, man. If he's got his signature shirt, bro. <laughs> I mean, it could become in the cage with fucking Zach and Khabib. Yeah, dude, in the in the cage with Khabib and Zach. <laughs> All right, fuck it, bro. I gotta let go, of Khabib, bro. No one else can oh. you, bro. Oh hell yeah, dude. That's what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> fuck you, Kebab. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody even knows your name, Kebab. <laughs> oh shit! All right, want to be? That's why you quit the UFC. No, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd have to think about that one for a good minute, dude. Uh, Honestly, I'm surprised you didn't pick Khabib. Oh, bro, you made it hard. Fuck. <laughs> um. All right. Question number four: If you got paid twenty dollars per shot of tequila, how many would you do in one hour? Oh, man. You have a one-hour time limit, and for every one that you do, you get 20 bucks. And, you know, 20 bucks ain't too much, so how much is your liver worth? 20 bucks isn't much, but if if you're talking about a 750, a 750 also uh, holds, what, 21, 22 shots? 22 times 20 is, what, $440? Yeah, dude. I mean, bro, I'm taking the bottle. <laughs> Do you drink a bottle of an hour? I would try. Damn, bro. And Savage. I would be fucking throwing it up, bro. And I don't know if I I don't know if I told you, but it has to be tequila. Dude, down the hatch. <laughs> oh shit. Dude, I don't know if you guys know this. Oh, of course you don't. I haven't said anything about it yet, but Zachy on tequila and Zachy drunk in general is a whole different person, guys. <laughs> A maniac. The fucking nicest person you'll meet. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god, dude! If Zach doesn't take off his shirt and try to fight you when you meet him drunk, dude, I don't know if you met him. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, let's hear the next one, bro. All right. Um. <laughs> all right. I want to. I want to split up the questions a little bit because I got. I got a whole bunch more for you, but um. Let's do let's do story of the day real quick. All right, bro. I've been waiting to hear this. All right, dude. Uh, you know it's nothing really funny, but um, Israel Adesanya just signed one of the most lucrative lucrative contracts in MMA history per his management. Mm, you think that's like, well? Like he got new management? No. Uh, Per his management, it just means that's what his management said. Uh, but apparently, he just signed a new contract, uh, like a couple days ago, and um, and apparently, it's one of the highest paying contracts in MMA history. Dude, I'm I guessing right behind lie. Connor. I'm not a big fan of the pay situation, and that's one thing 
we're not going to bring up on this pod a whole lot because it's a re- it would be a reoccurring thing. But my one thing said about the pay is pay in the UFC is just if you're popular. 100%. You're popular, you get paid. If you're not popular, you don't get paid, bro. It, and that's just the fact of it. It doesn't matter your fights, which is insane, bro. Yeah, it should be rated off of how many fights you do, uh, how many fucking times you've stepped in that cage, bro. Just it's just like a fucking job, you know. You want to know the first, the first thing, the first thing that I thought of when I saw this? What? I thought of fucking. I thought of Francis Ngannou <laughs> because he's currently going through all that shit with the with the UFC, where he's only getting paid five hundred, six hundred grand a fight. And his his African brother just uh, signed one of the most lucrative contracts in MMA history. So, do you think? Um, do you think Conor- Israel's really worth more than Francis? No, I mean, I, I'd say they're the same. Yeah, like, me too. I'm not even trying to be mean. I say Conor McGregor is the same as both of them. Yeah, right. They- Conor gets higher pay per view numbers still, but. Uh, they have more potential for yeah. the future. Yeah, I'm not saying that they shouldn't also be paid off of uh, viewing. Of, right. uh, but at the same time, like I said, bro, like it's just insane, man. They these yeah. guys get fucking paid to get beat up, and the pay ratio isn't really. Uh... Okay, I'm not yeah, saying but... I wouldn't go do it, but. Yeah, the thing is, is that they kind of keep you, they keep you on this loop where they know how they know how often you need to fight, uh, based on how because they know how much money you make. You know what I mean? Right. So <clears throat> they do this thing where they kind of have you in a trap. You know what I mean? Right. Where you're literally, um, they know how you're gonna, where you're like, you're forced to fight. Best, well, yeah, unless you're kind of some of them like Connor and he's branched out in ways to. Yeah, unless you're bigger than the sport, like Connor. Because he has, you know, fucking his own brands and stuff. And... Yeah. Right. Well, let's get back to the silly questions, brother. Back to the silliness. All right, dude. If you had a band, what would you call it? Dude, in the cage with Zach and Gat. Dude, I was thinking on the stage with Zach and Gat. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, that is great. Dude, now that's a band. That's a fucking jamming band, my man. I learned how to play harmonica, and you learn how to play something odd. And you play play the triangle, dude. Yes, bro, yes. We said it at the same time. We we got that. Um, All right, what are we at now? That was question five, right? I think so. All right, question six. If you had to take out a lion with no weapons, how would you go about it? Dude, I'm biting his ear. You're going to bite a lion's ear, dude? Dude, I'm tysoning that fucking lion, bro. Oh, shit. If you bite a fucking ear, motherfucker's going to run, bro. He's done. He's going to be like, dude, what the... That puts his mouth dangerously close to your neck. And that puts my mouth very dangerously ripping his ear off. <laughs> Dude, I'd probably <laughs> no weapons. That's a tough one, dude. I'd probably uh try to put my hand in its ass. 
and then and then while one hand's in its ass, start punching it in the face. Nice, bro. The puppet <laughs> move. Say what? Is that called the puppet move? Yeah, dude. Fucking, <laughs> I call it the old puppeteer. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Uh, question seven. What's the dumbest drunk idea you've ever had? Oh, man. So legally, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to skip out on some. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Man. Hey, listen. Drunk idea doesn't mean that you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my lawyer would still advise me probably not to. <laughs> um, drunk ideal. Man. You know... I want this to be fucking a good one, man. You know what? I'm going to make this one out there and just backtrack it onto you and be <laughs> like, and you're going to, you're going to know this right away. But uh, a bad one would be calling a, calling a ex, uh, calling a girl when you're drunk, bro. Ooh. Because then you end up that. in a fucking front yard crying. Fucking, you fucking looking at me saying, Zachy, I don't know what I did. So the drug, I've had then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck, that was a good one, bro. Oh fuck. All right, um, little little UFC thrown in here. Um, Who are and be savage, bro. Who are the three most overrated fighters in the UFC? Fighters that get hyped that they don't deserve. Oh, bro. First off the bat, Conor McGregor. Of course. Oh, man. I don't know. Who else is there? I mean, I, I'm not trying to be mean, but it, it's still like Dustin is good, but he got overrated when he beat Connor. Right. Like, I think Dustin's a good fighter. And I do think he would I don't know. I think it would be a decision, definitely, but I do think he could win against McGregor again. Right. Um I mean, he's showing that twice now, but uh I don't know, dude. Uh as well as his last fight went. Um, with Charles Oliveras, I mean, <laughs> that kind of shuts that down. I mean, that kid, that he's a kid, bro. How old is Charles Oliveras, bro? Like, what is he? He's not there. How old yet. is he? Yeah, Charles. I think he is. I think he's over 30. Is he? Yeah, god, man, he just looks like a youngin, bro. I don't know, but he, I don't know, man. Uh, okay, so you got Connor and Dustin as a too. Yeah, you know, and I can't really think of a third, but I like to say this. Um, I mean, he's getting looked at a little more and more, but Charles is actually under fucking rated, bro. Yeah, for um, sure. Another one. I know I'm just making up a some Randy, my own randoms, but another underrated. You know what? Who would you say? I'm gonna ask. I know these are questions upon me, but what do you think about underrated? 
underrated fighters, huh? Yeah. Who, um, who's else? Because yeah. I you you have a big knowledge on this, bro. So I want to hear your opinion. Okay, I'd say definitely Charlie Olives. Um, you know, let's see here. Let's see here. I'm trying to think, division through division. Um, I'm gonna say Aljamain Sterling. Actually, I think a lot of people give him a lot of shit for uh, the way he got the belt and um, the fact that he's pulled out of the fight with Peter Yuan now. But, but he he's a goddamn good fighter. Yeah, bro. And all his last fights prior. Yeah, dude, he's a monster. Like, yeah, and that's the thing, bro. You lose one fight against a decent named person. Yeah. It fucks you, bro. Yeah, dude. Um that's a good question. Then, I like that one. And then I got a couple I got a couple overrated fighters too. Okay, um, let's hear. Them. I'm gonna go ahead, obviously Connor. Um <laughs> dude, I'm gonna act so bad. I'm gonna say Nate Diaz too. Dude, I didn't even think of that. But you could put that on on both Diaz isn't a, definitely Nate more than yeah. Nick. Yeah, but you could throw that at both of them in a sense. To be honest, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's just the Diaz the name, brothers. Bro. That's just because it's their name. Yeah, bro. Just the Diaz brothers in general are overrated. They're good, like, but they're not great. Yeah, and I mean, like, they're obviously good for the fucking <laughs> sport, but like you said, yeah, they're not. It's just I'm a not... big name. It's a big name, bro. Yeah. Um, then another overrated fighter, dude. I'm trying to think, you know, kind of, kind of not someone so obvious. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Since I said Algermain was underrated, I'm gonna say Piotr Jan's overrated. You say he's overrated? Yeah. Damn. Though, though, listen, I don't have a Terrible amount of evidence to back that up. I do think that TJ Dillashaw will beat him if they fight. Um, It'll be an okay. Another question. Uh, where should GTA Six be set? Where should it take place? Dude, I don't play games, but if I were to play games and, and I gotta make it. It would be in Sydney, Nebraska. Would be the main town, bro. Dude, I knew you were gonna say Sydney because <laughs> I also knew you didn't play video games, but I knew you'd like fucking GTA in Sydney. Dude, it's gonna be in Sydney, Nebraska, bro. That's the main town, bro. But it's gonna be the whole ne- Nebraska state, dude. Hell yeah, dude. You fucking <laughs> you rolling in the corn, bro. Dude, I'm just I'm gonna agree with you on that if. I'll say Moscow, Russia, or Sydney, Nebraska. Dude, um, it's definitely Sydney, Nebraska, bro. It's too hard not to do it that way. Okay, so if you could ask Dana White, and he couldn't lie, if you could ask him one question about his personal life, what would it be? Dude, this is obvious, bro. Cocaine and sherbet, bro. <laughs> Dude, yes. No, Listen, are you, if you, you ain't listened to the really problem listen, child really yet, if you ain't listened to the problem child yet, we all have a question for Dana White that needs to be answered, I think. <laughs> yes, please go back and listen to the problem child 
uh, versus cocaine. And um, yeah, Dana, we got some we got some questions for you, bro. I know you've been fucking doing the little and the little party time, my man. Yeah, dude, you still ain't done those Jake those drug tests for Jake Paul, homie. And I mean, come on, Dana, you're acting like you could have thrown a disc back already, my man. Come on. Um. All right, I got one more question for you. Let's hear it. This is this is final question. Really good one. Hard hitting. Huh? Hard hitting. And then I got one more segment after this, but uh, hard, yeah, last question. Hard hard hitting question, dude. Hard hitting question, huh? But who is gayer, Freddie Mercury, or you after three mimosas? Dude. <laughs> Dude, make it one mimosa. <laughs> so, so you then? <laughs> Dude, I gotta agree with that one. Fucking get one Freddie mimosa. Mercury had AIDS. And you're gayer than him, bro. Dude, I'm telling you, one mimosa, and I'm fucking done, dude. The expression "gayer than AIDS" was invented because of Zach. <laughs> uh-huh. AIDS is gay is what they said back in the day, bud. And then that's the real reason because I had the AIDS. And then they're like, oh, man, that's gay. And I was like, dude, it's not gay. Yeah, back in the 80s, people used to think that you could only get AIDS from having sex with Zach. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, fuck, bro. That's great. (laughs) All right. So one more segment, baby. And you know this is my favorite segment every time. Every time. Mary Kill. What is up with it? Hold on, dude. I gotta get a little sound effect for fuck Mary Kill just because it's the best one, bro. I'm fucking I'm fucking for real about fuck Mary Kill, dude, you know. Oh boy. What's up with it, dude? You know, when when we play fuck Mary Kill, we pop off, son. What up? Dude, All right, dude. I really wish I would have uh, gotten some for you, dude. Yeah, next time you got to, I only got. Dude, oh no, you're getting it, dude. You're getting it. It's gonna be top of the head UFC fighters. That's what you're getting, oh, yeah. dude. You can give me top of the head anyone. Give me okay. So I have two, two different um, sets of people for you. So you All give right. me two different sets of three people. One of them for you is UFC related. One of them is not. So. Okay, I'll try. I'll try the non UFC related. We'll see where that goes. But I'm definitely gonna do the UFC one. All right. So for your UFC one, <clears throat> I'm gonna give you Khabib, Connor, and Tony Ferguson. And for the people that don't know yet, uh, Fuck Mary Kill is the segment in this podcast where uh, I give him three names and he has to choose whether whether to fuck one, marry one, and kill one. Dude, listen. Um. I'm not fucking dealing with Tony my whole life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking guy is a fucking nut. Um, dude, that he's done, bro. He's getting killed, bro. Oh, I mean, I don't disagree. Tony literally is going to be doing some fucking trying to do some fucking flips all over the fucking place all the time, bro. Be fucking elbowing your fucking fine china. <laughs> fucking, you don't know about that guy, bro. Throwing spinning back fists at the fucking walls and fucking doing back, <laughs> doing backflips into the bathtub. 
probably fucking roll up to my fucking car out of nowhere and just throw some elbows and knees. <laughs> fucking spinning sidekick turkeys into the oven. <laughs> oh, fuck. You want some stuffing in that? He fucking jams the stuffing in with his fucking foot. Fucking get in with his bare foot. <laughs> uh, so he's dead, bro. Um, <laughs> fucking, he's gone. Dude, Connor's getting fucked, bro. Oh, shit. Dude, he's a fucking... He's not worth staying with, bro. He's just... Dude, too, yeah. He's he's wild, man. He fucking... We'll listen on you. He'll go fucking throw and fucking... Uh, shit through windows, bro, and punching old men, and... Yeah. Listen. It's just... He's a wild motherfucker. The fucking Connor, then. <laughs> um, let's see. Who else? Oh, it's Khabib, huh? Um, yep. well, that leaves Khabib to marry, and that was an obvious one, I feel like. That is a great choice, dude. I'm sure he's a great husband. Well, I don't know. He probably makes his wife sit in the back seat, if we're honest. Oh, bro, you're probably right. I'm going to have to sit in the back and wear a mask all the time. <laughs> yeah, dude, you have to wear a hijab. <laughs> You're the one to wear a hijab for the rest of your life, dude. dude. Connor will at least take you out on his Lamborghini yacht. Dude, I don't even care, bro. I would do that for Khabib as long as he lets me get on Eagle Plus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> dude, maybe if, you guys had a, maybe if you guys were married, he would do a podcast with you. That's what I'm saying, bro. Maybe he'll pod with me and we could fucking actually fucking like be a power couple as a pod. <laughs> You know if Khabib's your husband, dude, he's going to be teaching you some wrestling moves, if you know what I mean. Dude, I know, man. And I've wrestled for so long, he's going to fucking pin me down and... <laughs> wow, man. All right, so three more people for you. Um, and you might... Do you have a? Do you have a, something that you can look pictures up on? Uh, yeah. Let's, let's get my iPad here. Go ahead. All right, so... The Heath Leather Heath Ledger's Joker from uh, the Dark Knight movie. The Heath, what? Heath Ledger, uh, his Joker from the Dark Knight movie. Okay. Um, Jared Leto's Joker from the Suicide Squad movie. Hold on, Jared. Yeah, J A R E D. Leto. Yeah, L E T O. I got him. All right. You see him? Yep. All right. And then now, Jack Nicholson, Joker. Jack Nicholson. Dude. Bro, you already know. All right. Let's see. We are instantly killing off Heath Ledger. Oh, shit. Why? Because he's already dead? Dude, I didn't even know that, bro. <laughs> bro, but that makes it a perfect fucking reason, dude. He's already dead. Fuck it. Oh, man. All right. So now who you fucking and who are you marrying? Dude, I'm fucking fucking Jared Leto. And why is that? Because he's just a more handsome fucking guy. Listen. That's true. He's more handsome, yeah. and listen, 
if I marry Jack, he's definitely got to be the richest, bro. More than likely, huh? And with him being the richest, he ain't getting no fucking, bro. Screw that, bro. You rich. You fucking. Mm. You my hoe. Yeah, go get yourself a hooker. (laughs) (laughs) Do what normal normal rich people do and fly to an island and fuck little girls. Fucking. He is the richest, though, bro. So I got to be with him. Yeah, dude. All right. You know, I agree with everything that you said. Yeah, yeah. I because you know, having sex with Heath Ledger's Joker just would feel wrong since he's dead. All right. So listen. Some for me, bro. I got some for you, and this is gonna be. I'm excited. No one's ever asked me. Fuck Mary kills. This can be on about the. Uh... Main card, co-main, and uh, the prelims here. So, let's see. Let's pick Robert Whitaker. Okay. Derek Lewis. Okay. And uh, we'll do Dreek. Who? Uh, Dreek Burns. Oh, Derek Brunson? Oh, yeah. Okay. Derek. All right. We're killing we're killing Derek Lewis, dude, because there ain't no way in hell I'm fucking that dude. Um, <laughs> you don't want the big bear holding you? Absolutely not. Dude, I am way too small and Derek Lewis is way too big, bro, and he's black. <laughs> that that won't work out well for me in the end. Um and then um Wolf we'll fuck. We'll fuck Derek Brunson just because it'll it'll make me feel powerful to fuck a wrestler. Dude. Um, we'll marry Robert Whitaker because he's such a good dude. He's a nice bloke. And he plays video games a lot, so you know he's just chilling at home all the time. Fucking gaming it, huh? Yeah, yeah bro. Plus, power plus he's had so many fights as champion in the UFC that he's got to have money, bro. For real, dude. That's the way to do it, bro. Get the money. Yeah, bro. Who else we got? Oh, man. Let's see. You know what? I'm going to look up actors right now, okay? Oh, dude, yeah. Give me some some non-MMA people. Tired of having sex with all these MMA fighters all the time, dude. You know, they make me feel powerless. Though my jujitsu is getting way better off my back. <laughs> Hell, soon I'll be a brown belt. They keep doing this to me. We're <laughs> just gonna look up. Right now, I'm a red belt, and no, that's not a belt in jujitsu. <laughs> Damn, bro. Stupid iPads going slow, too. Um, Let's see. All right. I got some people here. Right. All right. How about we will do... 
Sorry, I'm trying to get good ones. I don't want to just say some stupid ones. Yeah, uh, dude, you know, I'll keep it talking while you look. You just you just interrupt me whenever. Guys. Oh, you know what? You keep looking. I'll take this time to do plugs, homie. Let's see them. Um, guys, uh, this is plug time, okay? So I got to do another sound effect. I got to do a sound effect whenever we transition. I, I keep forgetting, you know? And I got to find funny ones every time, but a lot of times I just can't find funny ones. <laughs> All right. Here's the plugs, baby. So you can find us anywhere that you get your podcast Spotify, Apple Podcasts, fucking uh, uh, Stitcher, fucking literally anywhere. Anchor, obviously, Anchor. That's what we do our shit on. Um, and then you can find us at In the Cage Pod on Instagram. And in the cage with Zach and Gat on Facebook, uh, working on the YouTube right now, and we're working on the YouTube channel. Uh, very exciting news! We're going to be doing a motherfucking video podcast probably tomorrow, and uh, we're going to be dropping that bitch on YouTube. Can be dropping it on Facebook, and you guys can go and see our ugly faces. And you know what? We'll maybe even start an OnlyFans one, and I'll shake my pecker around. Dude, millions of views. Trillions, dude. There will be more views than there are people on this earth. Are you ready for some people or what? I'm ready. All right. Jerry Springer. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, Jerry Springer. Let's go uh, with Johnny Depp. Okay. And Snoop Dogg, bro. Ooh. Okay. I'm Mary and Jerry, bro. Dude, what? Why? Give me a reason why you're Mary and Jerry. Dude, Jerry fucking Springer, dude. That'd be the most fun thing to be married to him, bro. Dude, you just go on his show and sit in the audience every day, dude. Just watch watch your hubby work and have fun in the crowd. That. And plus, he's been on syndicated television for like 30 years, so you know he's got mad, mad cash, bro. Um, so then I'm going to go ahead and – so I got Snoop Dogg and who else? Oh, Johnny Depp? Yep, Johnny Depp. Um, Dude, I'm taking Johnny Depp out of there, and I'm, give, I'm replacing him, sorry, with Bill Murray. Oh, Bill Murray, okay. Um – Shit. I'm sorry I did that to you, bro. God damn it, dude. All right. I guess I'll fuck Snoop Dogg and kill Bill Murray. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Dude, what's the reasoning? Come on. Well, okay. Man. My my real reasoning is because you put me in between a rock and a hard place on that one. (laughs) But, um... So Bill Murray, I've already seen a death scene of him on Zombieland, and you know I think I could get past the emotional trauma of seeing him die again. And then Snoop Dogg, you know that's Uncle Snoop, bro. You can't kill him. Plus, a lot of people have sex with their uncles. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, bro! That was fucking great. <laughs> oh fuck, dude! I'm happy I fucking looked some people's names up just to hear those. <laughs> Dude, 
I'm gonna keep this list of famous people on here just so I can have some randoms. Dude, you know you know what I think about that segment, bro? Worth a million bucks. Dude, that's what I think about that segment. You know what else I think about that segment, bro? What? Fucking fucking this right here. Fucking banging. Banger? Banger, dude. Well, Ooh. shit, man. That is all that we've got prepped. That's the end of our show, man. You know, the only thing left to do, right? To sign out of this fucker like motherfucking... I've, I've got to play us out with a musical jam. Oh, let's hear the, the genre, man, man. All right, let's let's think. Let's think. You know, I really ought to start prepping a song to play at the end of it, but I kind of like to just think of it off the top of the head and play whatever we're feeling in the heart. And you know what? I think I've got a good one. Is it going to be an emotional one again? You know, for me, it is emotional. For me. Uh... But only because it hits so close to home, buddy. You ready? Let's hear it. Guys, it's been a great fucking podcast. I've I'm Gat. My motherfucking partner is Zach. And we out, baby, right after this. Oh, god damn it. Keep keep me busy for ten seconds, Zach. Oh my gosh, always with the stalling because of the technical difficulties, man. But <laughs> no, it's part of the show. It's all right. Here we go. Uh, I do want to say this. We are excited about the videos, so be watching for that. Ready for this one? Let's hear it. Sound it closer or further. A little bit closer. Put that thing real close, Gat. You guys want to hear it? Guess what? Redneck. What? What's it called? Go ahead, say that. It's called Redneck Piece of White Trash by Rebel Sun. And this is Zach. And I am Gat. And we are signing the fuck out. Everybody have a good one. Peace out, buddy.